Welcome to Authentic Living with Roxanne on Global Voice Radio. Join Roxanne Durhage and her thought-provoking conversations, the catalyst to live your life to the fullest. Hi everyone, it's uh, Roxanne Durhage again, uh, the author of uh, Therapist Insider's Guide and your host of Authentic Living with Roxanne. Thanks so much for joining me yet again. It's uh, It's been pleasurable each and every one of these uh, podcasts and today I have someone uh, very special uh, where the tables are turned for the first time and this is uh, the lovely Denise Thompson. Uh, she is the actually uh, the owner of Global Voice Radio that I do Authentic Living with uh, Roxanne on her her platform. So Denise brings, uh, Denise and I actually have quite a lot in common and um, other than the way maybe we practice is a little bit different. She started in the military about uh, when she was quite young like I did in, in uh, as a psychotherapist, as a social worker in the military. She dealt with a lot of uh, uh, concerns that would come up with the average uh, person in the military, um, complex PTSD, child abuse, trauma, and obviously combat-related concerns, so uh, concerns that would come up on the front line. She's originally from Iowa. She now lives in uh, Texas, which is a lot nicer than still than Niagara Falls. We're getting a little bit of sunlight here today. Um, and she, the one thing that Denise uh, does is she loves to travel, and she just shared with me um, that she loves to travel to the Caribbean. And I said, well, guess what? Um, <laughs> that Tobago will have to be a stop for us and we'll have to plan something and um, bring a retreat uh, with a Global Voice Radio. Maybe we'll, have, we'll do it in Tobago at a really nice um, venue there. So along with being the owner of Global Voice Radio, she also um, has authored uh, Living, uh, Living with Gratitude Daily, uh, and this is the second edition. I was uh, privileged to be um, featured as a co-author in a second edition um, in January, and that has done really, really well on Amazon. And overall, I would say that um, Denise talks about a lot of the same things that I do, which is authenticity, um, being visible, and really believing in yourself, which is, I think, a such phenomenal things that we could bring forward today. Um, if we can do that with more people, uh, what a better place it would be for a lot of people uh, to live in in this world. So Denise, uh, I hope I did your, um, you know, your bio, I, you know, uh, justice, but is there anything that you think would be good for the listeners to know about you and uh, that I probably missed in, in, the, in the intro? I think the only thing that has evolved in my life you know, as you mentioned, I went into the military when I was 25. And so I have 27 plus years with the military. I have 30 years as a therapist. And so I've been transitioning from that into being a coach, into creating plat a Global Voice Radio to help individuals to be visible, to make sure that they're sharing their message. And I think in our world today, the more that each one of us shares our message and we listen to one another, we're able to support one another. I think that's how we're really going to create change and to make the world a better place. So I think that's really my message. And I think that that's really uh, an important part of whom I, be I am becoming uh, from my previous life. And 
uh, once we hit our late 40s, early 50s, you know, we look at reinventing ourselves. And so I'm loving my life. I love what I create. And I hope that I'm able to, to share that and encourage others. Because obviously you're coming from bureaucratic structures. Like I, I know we both have worked actually my very first uh, position uh, in the field of psychotherapy was with the Metro Toronto police. Um, so really coming from original jobs where we, and in your case, a long time in a bureaucratic structure to, to the kind of platform that you created now, which is really about um, almost deconstructing the bureaucratic structures to allow a voice, you know, what a, what a pendulum swing really, um, because within those bureaucratic structures, um, sometimes it's difficult because there are certain things that um, are hard to get through. Um, so, but today with Global Voice Radio, and so I'm obviously one of the, um, you know, the people on your podcast, and you have been growing um, this network at a, a rapid, you know, exponential rate. So tell me, tell me what that's been like. I know when you and I met, you know, I often say to people, the, the power of networking. So you and I, um, I think we kind of ran across each other. You were on a platform, a coaching platform. You had put something out about talking to people that could speak on resilience. I happened upon it. I don't often go on this site. I don't know that I've gone back since, nor can I remember the name. I saw what you were asking for. I sent your message and you said, hey, let's have a conversation. And that was all it was. And from that mini little conversation, which ended up being like 45 minutes because we were so in sync, um, came the where, the where you said, hey, would you consider being... Um, you know, on a podcast. And it was not even something that I had really been on my radar at all. So the power of being able to be just aligned and you never know where the alignment's going to come from. Well, you know, amazing with social media today, how you can meet people from around the world. You know, you're in Toronto, I'm in Texas, and we were able to connect and then have this conversation. And to find commonalities also, but also I think sometimes it's the energy of the individuals who are connecting. And so I created Global Voice Radio to provide a comprehensive, supportive platform for individuals to share their voice because sometimes it's difficult to figure out how am I gonna share my message? How am I going to reach more people and when we reach more people, we're able to help more people. So from my perspective, and I had a, a business coach who had said, selling is sacred service. And not that I necessarily, you know, we were, were connecting and not that I necessarily want to sell per se, but if I don't share what Global Voice Radio is and what Global Voice Radio can provide to someone, then I'm withholding information. And I think that's one of the things when I work with other individuals who are building their business, we need to share, uh, we need to sell, and I put that in air quotes, because somebody might want it. And if we're withholding our gifts, our skills, our talents, then we are not helping the world to change. So I do believe in sharing what we do so that individuals can decide, does this fit in my life, in my business with my message, or it doesn't, 
but you never know when they might want it or need it. Absolutely. And you know, that affinity, um, like you said, you and I have now probably done about four of these and kind of chit chatted generally by, you know, texting or whatever, but I have a real sense of you. And that's what, that's what the alignment was that I felt, you know, so as much as sometimes we say, you know, the internet and what it's done for us, um, the capacity to be able to reach out to someone like you that where we have so much in common, uh, I really would not have had that capacity, say, say 25, 30 years ago when I started in the field, um, because just, we just didn't have the infrastructure to be able to, to, you know, reach out and meet someone and say, Hey, I admire your work. Um, if I found out about you, it would be take a long process. And now today, if you, if you know, if, if I'm thinking of meeting someone that's an, in alignment with what I believe, which is truly we are gift, we are authentic. Um, we bring one, one value and the, the, you know, if all you need to do is to let people feel that experience and then they will deal with you if they have a need, not that I have to say to someone, you know, you have to deal with me. Absolutely not, because there's such abundance out there in reference to what your or my message is. And there will be people that I hope that are listening that will go to Denise and deal with Denise, because even though we may have this different, different brand, there is a, an energy to Denise that's different from mine. And there's so much out there that, you know, so long as we're making the difference um, in the world. To me, it's that net that you, you put out there and you're going to pull in what what's attracted to you to be able to get that voice out. And for me, um, as a young girl, always wanting to use my voice and at times having had um, that ability taken away from me, it really became something that um, I wanted to do. Uh, and didn't realize what, when I was an adult that this platform, something like this would exist. So for anyone out there um, that has that, you know, and people will say, well, you're a psychotherapist. She's a, a social worker. You still have a message. You don't have to have a particular professional background to get on a podcast. Yes. Does it take some practice? Absolutely. Um, but it, you get better as you go. Well, you know, one of the things that I think, um, about connecting is previously we might not have known how isolated we were. Um, some individuals never travel outside of their community or their state. And now we can reach out to almost anyone in the world. And I want to encourage our listeners, if you have not connected with people outside of your country, if you're not taking advantage of connecting across social media. I mean, that really is how we grow. That is how we create uh, connections that we can support one another, regardless of our country, our uh, culture. And I think that it helps us to have a deeper understanding of what is going on in the world today. You know. Since March is Women's History Month in the US and we celebrate International Women's Day, I have been reaching out to women around the world and interviewing them. You are one of my featured women for March. Thank you, Roxanne. And so I've connected with women in Kenya, in Pakistan, in Cameroon, who are doing wonderful things, who are creating schools, who are 
creating businesses. And I wouldn't have known that if I wasn't connecting with people on, the, on social media, but also if I had not decided to step a little outside of my box, right, my comfort zone, I'm going to connect with people and ask them, can we talk about women on the, you know, on Global Voice Radio? Are you willing? So I didn't know these individuals. Now they were doing things that I admired and that fit with my values. So I had an expectation that they probably would say yes. And it goes back to Roxanne, what you said earlier about authenticity and connecting with individuals. And then we never know where that connection can go. Uh, so you and I, I see us um, having a meeting, having a retreat in Tobago. Why wouldn't we? We both, you know, you're from there. I love the Caribbean. So it makes sense to pool our resources and to do something like that. And that is the power, you know, of like energy, of connecting, having similar morals and values. And to me, the sky is the limit of what we as individuals and what we as a collective can create. And you know what, another thing that I, I I'm going to ask you this question, because this is something that I often go with. And, you know, when I'm reaching out to people and I get um, a visceral reaction that they're, they're just not in line. When I was younger, I would always try to like, understand, like, why did that happen? And, you know, I, I really, really try to kind of go through it in my mind and say, well, why didn't they get what I was trying to say? Or why couldn't they see the vision or, and um, even this morning I was making a couple of uh, calls for an event and I'm planning and I got one reaction from someone that was kind of ego-based and I looked at, I, I listened to it and I said, wow. <laughs> I, I said, you know, thank you for your time. It's, you know, thanks for taking the time this morning to be able to understand what I'm trying to do. And it's, it's an event um, with Brian Cuban, um, who's going to talk about mental health and addictions here in, in, in Toronto. And the ego mm. that I got from this individual just threw me back. And when I was younger, I would try to understand, like, did I say something or, or you know, did I not position it properly? And now I just looked at it and said, okay, no problem. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, if you're interested, I'll let you know about the event. Um, have a great day. Right. So I think as you go along, and I don't know if you've had that experience where it's almost like when I get that, that feeling in my, my tummy or my body, I kind of go, oh, okay, we're not on the right path. We're not aligned for the same things. It's okay. You know, you can keep on your journey versus kind of me trying to bring you all along on my journey. Do you find that a lot of times when, cause I know you, you've just ramped up a lot of the um, podcasters um, on global voice radio lately. Is that how you, I'm going to assume that's how you do it, but how do you kind of decide who will end up on, on, on global voice radio? It's the connection that is created during our conversation. And the people who say yes are the ones who see the vision, the ones who see how not just today is this a good decision for them from a personal or business perspective, but they see what it can bring to them in the future. Mm -hmm. And also, which all of us go through this thought, the individuals 
that Global Voice Radio fits with so far are not the individuals who ask about, well, how much does it cost? Because in some ways, yes, there's a monetary cost, the visibility, the experience, the connections, it, it's priceless. And a lot of individuals who have products will say that, right? Well, this is the financial investment, but the benefit and outcome is priceless. You and I have bought products and services because of that line, probably. Um, but it really is looking at, and I think too, like you had said earlier, who is connecting with me as a person? Who is hearing my authenticity? Who is hearing my passion? Who is seeing why I built this? And it really is to, you know, support individuals who otherwise wouldn't understand the technology or wouldn't have the time or all of the other details that go into having a show. Mm -hmm. And a few years ago, I had an opportunity to do something similar with someone else, but they weren't providing all the support. And when I was trying to figure out on my own, oh, I need an intro and an exit, and I need to upload and download it. I didn't understand it. And so out of that lack of support came, I'm going to put together this comprehensive program and of like-minded, heart-centered people. Though I don't go out and advertise it that way per se, but all of the individuals have been attracted to the energy not only of myself, because they listen to the other hosts. And so they see how positive and supportive that Global Voice Radio is. And then they join us. So everybody has fit in with one another. To me, it's like a family. And, um, and so I'm really enjoying the positive aspects and what I'm receiving from everybody. Which is amazing, right? So it's just that internal alignment. Um, and you know what? I did. I just recently did a podcast with someone that's pretty big, and you know, working with celebrities. And it's interesting what he said. Um, so here we are. We see these, you know, big people on screen, and he said the one thing about them is that they are authentic. He says when they get into the space that they are, they are drawing on real experiences. Um, you know, when you see somebody completely, um, you know, crying or, or emoting based on something tragic, they're pulling up stuff from their lives. And he talked about the importance of people experiencing that realness um, when you are, uh, you know, when people are getting to know you. So if I were to know you, if I were to come down to Texas, I, I think I know what you would be like just because of my feeling and the time I've spent with you. And he talked about that importance. So to try to be somebody else, what you do is in, in fact, you cripple your capacity to join with others. And he said that uh, a lot of the people that he worked with over the years was to really say to them, tapping, tap into the uniqueness of who you are, because that's what people want. They want the unpolished. They want the, oh boy, I just said that, but I shouldn't have said that. They, because they realize after a while that's really who you are versus, you know, the photoshopped, edited, you know, kind of sizzle reel that shows everything positive, um, the raw, more um, kind of live stuff, he was saying, 
is really what creates that following, um, which is probably what you're, you're talking about with Global Voice. It's people kind of aligning and saying, I want to make a difference in the world. I want to highlight people's voices. I want to show so much strength in the world that, you know, far reaches of the world. How would you, how would you, how would you kind of get that out there without a platform or something like yours? Right. Because of not having the support. Something you said, Roxanne, reminded me of something I read on Facebook earlier um, this morning, in fact, that someone was posting about, well, I'm now going to be myself on Facebook. And I sort of wondered, well, who was she being before? I mean, for me, um, I'm pretty honest. I mean, yes, at times I can stop my thoughts so I'm not rude, right? There are things that I'm like, okay, I can't just say that, right? You, you, know? got, to, you got to put the filter back on. You go, oh, okay, that filter's off. <laughs> right, but most of the, 99% of the time, because, you know, I, I don't swear that often. I'm not rude on purpose. So most of the time, I don't have a problem commenting on Facebook or posting on Facebook. I mean, one of the things I don't do, if I'm having a bad day, because I believe in quickly switching my thoughts from negative and having a bad day to looking at something positive. Yes. I do not, 99.9% .9 of the time, I don't post negative per se, but I'll post honest. Mm -hmm. And so to me, because I am so honest or because, you know, in sometimes I comment on political posts, um, I don't know how to hide per se. I don't know how not to be me. Um, and sometimes that has helped tremendously in life. And sometimes, you know, I've been very honest about my thoughts and opinions. And maybe that has, you know, turned away an opportunity or turned away a person. But then that wasn't to be. Right. Like when you had talked to the person about your event, for whatever reason, then at that time, the energy wasn't such that the two of you should collaborate. And in a month, it could turn out to be energetically aligned or it might not. And in some ways, that's when we have to accept that it is OK that at times someone says no or it's not the right time. And then we just go on to the other person. We go on to another task and not take it personal because it's not personal. Uh, absolutely. And I think that's what I was saying, you know, the, the wisdom of, of um, age and just um, keeping positive and recognizing that I have this, this, this vision to get mental health and awareness out there. And it's an opportunity, in my opinion, uh, you know, to be able to get in front of a lot of companies that would believe in the same based on who I'm, who I'm asking. So to me, I look at it as a, it's a win-win, obviously. Um, and, but, you know, that person came from an ego-based kind of, well, I'm always the one, you know, leading the charge. And I, and I said, oh, I appreciate that. That's great. Thank you. Um, but that, you know, in this realm, you know, we've got the, the the person that will be the headliner. But I think you're right. It's it's you know, I often go back to again, listening to what's coming on the inside out to you and acknowledging it. Um, and sometimes you can say, mm, I'm having that thought and looking at it. 
and not, like you said, making a definitive long-term decision based on what the interaction is with someone at that time. But if something flutters with, you know, inside to kind of say, oh, I should, I should be aware that something in me is getting triggered. And what's it saying about, what's it, where's that, that person's triggering something or what are they really saying? And to kind of, you know, kind of bookmark it and go back to it. And if it's a theme or a pattern, which we know um, in our field, you kind of go, okay, what's this pattern? You know, how does it serve me? Is it bringing me closer to where I need to get or is it kind of getting me the further direction and what role am I playing in it and what can I change right so those are the, the kind of the introspective uh, perspectives which I know we do naturally because we, we we're trained in that but really the average person could also do the same kind of go well you know what am I feeling you know and you know does this fit for me or not and then if even if you don't know in the moment to go walk away and say I should maybe quiet my mind a bit and really reflect on it again, you know. And I think it's so important to allow individuals that we are interacting with to have whatever their reaction response is. And then like you said, what was my reaction? And then looking at what touched me, right? What have I not possibly dealt with? or what is still raw in me that it did trigger. Because my trigger, the triggering that's occurring in me is my responsibility, as you said, take a step back, think about it, and then decide what I wanna do about my own reaction. It's not their fault, it's not their responsibility, it's mine. And I think sometimes people, not understanding that because you and I've been helping others to do that for years. And I know sometimes, sometimes I'm like, okay, I have to use my own training. Right. And it's like, sometimes, well, I don't want to, I want to be mad right now. <laughs> yes. And I want to stand up, up, up and down and say, I have feelings too. That's not when, <laughs> that's not when you're dealing with clients, but in your personal life, it's like, Hey, I'm allowed to do this once in a while. <laughs> right. And then, and then we though, but we can't go on and on. Right. Because we know yeah. better. So it's like, okay, you know, Put my put my boots back on and I'm going to uh, figure this out because I know how right I have years right. of training I help other people so I'm not gonna let this fester in me and but we do need to own our reaction and not blame it <clears throat> absolutely absolutely so you know with um so we're talking about authenticity and listening deep on the inside one thing that I know that I do daily, and this morning I was rushed a little bit, so I don't do it. I didn't do it. Is I, I do a, a gratitude um, list of the things that I'm grateful for, um, and I write it down. I, you know, I've, I've gotten in a, a method where I actually write it down, like a couple of things that I'm grateful for today. So it's, you know, it's beautiful outside. I'm speaking with you. I've had the privilege to spend a lot of time with you, and that really shifts us, regardless. You know, maybe I didn't sleep well, or you know, I could feel myself coming down with something, but it's, it's interesting how the cognitions and how you start your day, which we know because life is so harried that we, you know, if you'd kind of jump out of bed, you know, shove your breakfast, you know, a half a bagel in your mouth and you run out the door to do your day, how that really sets up the context for your day versus if you kind of have a ritual, which we know all people that are um, successful and, and doing, you know, not the big things, but just having a satisfied life or have these things that really allow them to take a hold of the positive things in their life. So tell us more about um, 
the gratitude daily books because I think those are fantastic. And um, when you asked me, I think was it uh, two, well, about two months ago, I believe, to do uh, two entries, they were so natural for me to come up. I had so many, I just had to kind of, you know, weigh it down to two. Tell me where that came from, which is so, so much in alignment with what we're talking about. But tell me um, where the, the birth of, of this, these books came from and, um, and, and what it's doing out there in the world. Well, thank you. So the, the title of the book is Live in Gratitude Daily, The Key to Abundance, Joy, and Love. And it was probably in 2015 that in my transition uh, from focusing on the military and focusing on being a therapist, I had taken a coach training. I was training with uh, individuals who were authentic, who were spiritual. And I was getting more in touch with my own spirituality outside of, you know, religion. And, and I grew up uh, very much involved in the Lutheran church. I went to a Lutheran college. So my relationship in regards to religion and God was very, very strong. But I was also looking at other aspects. And in some of the research I had done and things that I needed in my own life, I had had this uh, idea of creating Live in Gratitude Daily, a 365-day journal that had messages from individuals, you know, from all over the world. And I had put it on hold in 2016. And there was a few things that had happened uh, in my life. And it was on hold. But it was like I had this need. I had this urge. And I had gone to a women's retreat on Maui in October of 2016. And I came back the end of October. And the very next day, I'm doing this book. And so I reached out to my Maui sisters. Um, and I think all of them on the retreat are in the book. And I announced it on Facebook. And in 60 days, the first edition of Live in Gratitude Daily it was published. So I had almost 100 authors. Um, and then I also, on some of the pages, used expert quotes on gratitude. I talked about the research behind gratitude. You know, I created some of my own quotes so that every page, and it's a journal, so people can read the authentic raw stories of the co-authors, read the quotes of the experts, and then create a live in gratitude daily lifestyle. And that book, birthing that book, and it was a very spiritual, it was a very emotional uh, transformation for me, and it changed my life. I can't, I don't know how my path would have been different, but it would not have been as connected as it is now. And, um, and in some ways, I can't even describe my personal connection to doing that project. Um, it's just a very deep um, connection that I have. I mean, it almost brings tears to my eyes in regards to what uh, the book has done and how it, it did change my life and the connections that I have with the co-authors, right? 
because they are spiritual. They are connected. They are authentic. They were raw. And, um, and so it's, it's just amazing to me. And, and I can't go back to who I was before creating that book. And I know in our public Facebook group that it also has changed the lives of our readers and the people in our group and helping them to deal with a lot of issues, some chronic illnesses, marriages, death, loss, grief. Um, and so I'm just so happy that it has touched so many lives. So it's interesting, right? Because, you know, our thoughts, we have so many of them and, you know, they can, you know, they can run, they can run rampant and wild and out of control, right? So I think it's, it's, you know, if you think of what we get bombarded with every single day, um, you know, with all, because we're so connected and how, what percentage of that is positive, really, if you think of it. And, you know, sometimes it's like, what, what is it that I'm allowing into my life? And I remember when I worked with the police and I was quite young as you at that time. And, you know, of course I wanted to help people. And well, you know what, why don't just you start with trauma in the, you know, a big city. <laughs> That's the idea of a new, you know, a new young uh, woman entering the field. And for the first time in my life, what it showed me, and I'm, I'm grateful that I learned this, Denise, unfortunately, what pain people have actually experienced in their lives. And I'll, I'll tell you about the first call that I went on. And so I have my, my partner who I've, I've become like best friends with now because we, we saw such vulnerability together and um, it was a, it was a suicide. And, and I'm like, we're in the unmarked police car, you know, we're heading there and the detectives are saying, okay, well, we're going to go in. We're just going to make sure it's, you know, too, not too graphic for you. And then you can come in. And basically we assisted with the, the families. And here I am walking in and this woman and her child is in the other room and the guttural sound of that pain still resonates in my head because the husband had killed himself in the next room, but luckily it wasn't a, a graphic kind of situation. In a way, being in that context showed me the value of keeping my thoughts positive because unfortunately in our lives, um, I know it's a choice to do the kind of work that we do. It made me realize how important the positive things are because there will be unfortunately things in the world that are so huge that will need all that, that mental to get through things. But really that to really, so I started at that time, I was, I would think I was 24 to not watch the news and just watch highlights from the world. And that's since I was age 24 to now, which I still do. And I try to just watch the highlights. I'll read the updates on, on LinkedIn about what's really going on in the world. I'll try to listen to a little bit of my local, unless it's a, a, a story that I need to kind of be aware of what's happening. And because you have to focus on those things like the gratitude, because we have so much to be grateful for. We really do. Um, and then, you know, you, and then you see all the things that are happening in the world and the shootings in the schools and in gun control, all those things. If you were ready just to kind of take all those in, what would it do to your mental? You know, it's devastating. It, it, it's hard. And then you start to believe that the world, what a horrible place the world is. So that's why things like living daily uh, with gratitude is, is such 
that's like the fertilizer and the sunshine and the water that we need daily just to really make us realize that you know we can create whatever we we want in our lives just by um what we focus on right well you know and i truly believe and there is research out there that our thoughts do create a reality mm -hmm. and it also seems like though that as young children we are taught or we see we experience that there's so much more negativity it's so easy for human beings to be negative and it's like a chore or a task for them to be positive mm -hmm. and for me now living in you know i grew up and live in the united states but i've lived in third world countries and so that has given me a different perspective and you know in, in one of the exercises that i had done on a facebook live live in gratitude daily facebook group is i talked about individuals thanking what they have in their house and you know some of them were like what you know they're typing comments i said yes have you ever thought about thanking your refrigerator have you thought about thanking your favorite chair have you thought about thanking everything that you have and so there was some you know laughter with this but the point is do by doing that exercise right going to our refrigerator and standing in front of it and saying i thank you for keeping my food cold what an exercise for us to realize what we take for granted and that we do have in our lives at least most of us in developed countries we do have in our life what we need and sometimes we don't think about that you know waking up in the morning and being grateful that we woke up being grateful that if you can see we're thankful that we can see. If you can hear, we're thankful that we can hear. Whatever it is that we have the ability to do, are we recognizing that and being grateful? I think our, our, our minds get too loaded up with um, consumerism and, and stressors and you know what's wrong with the world. Um, so hence that kind of, you know, it's kind of like walking into life on, on, in, into incoming traffic, right? It, you know, if you don't somehow um, kind of calibrate yourself daily, which is rituals or whether it's prayer or um, it's, it's just, you know, sitting in silence and having a cup of tea or um, I'm back onto the woods here in Niagara, um, and it's beautiful. So I, I purposely don't have um, uh, blinds or, or window coverings because I get the most beautiful uh, sunrises coming up. And you get up, and it's 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 like wow, how is this possible? So it's sometimes the simplest things, right? People believe you have to go out and you have to do like a yoga class or you have to, you know, be able to do Pilates and those things, but you know, like you often teach, and I could, I could tell you do that often is you got five senses, you know, use it to really stay grounded in the present, right? Like, like you're right. I remember when my mom, she um, had a brain tumor and she had to have operation and they were saying that the where was connected, it was at the base of her neck 
that if they didn't remove it properly, she would use sight, sound, taste, touch, and smell. And I remember right after everything went well, I remember going for a run, which I, it's not my favorite activity, but I said to my body, aren't I privileged? I can get out. I can go run for a 5K. I can look. I'm along the river. I can watch out, look out at the beautiful water. I can feel the sunlight on my face. And unfortunately, with most of us, most human beings, we wait for something critical to be able to sit back and say, wow, am I not just so very lucky? Like I have my health, I can see, I can smell, I can smell my cup of coffee, I can taste it, all those things. And I think it's something if, you know, you once you get into a practice, like you said, it becomes instilled in you. And then what happens is then, I don't know if you would agree with this, Denise, is that you, if you don't do it, you miss it. Yes, yes, um, definitely. I know that if I don't have my morning routine, like you said, sometimes we get rushed. You know, sometimes the alarm doesn't go off or sometimes, oh, I forgot to write that on my calendar because I like getting up early enough that I have time to sort of greet the morning. You know, I have my cup of coffee. I'm getting prepared for the day. I'm getting into a positive mindset. And I notice when I'm not able to do that or if I've had so many appointments back to back that I didn't have like a reboot in the middle of the day to just see what I have in my life and to be grateful for it. And so, yeah, so then I can see myself getting a little, you know, out of sorts, <clears throat> just tired. The other thing is when I talk to individuals about gratitude, I want to make sure that they know it is okay that you don't like something. It is okay that you're sad about something in your life. We're not saying that gratitude makes you happy 100% of the time, or now you don't have any negative emotions. It's just when you are in a lifestyle of gratitude, you're more quick to not stay in the negative emotions so that you spiral, you know, into uh, negativity. But yes, we want to acknowledge all situations and circumstances in our life. We just can look at them differently than before we had a gratitude lifestyle. I think it's, you know, I often, these are three things that I often use when I, I coach. I say, we honor things right? We bear it and we let it go. But once you are more grateful, it, it creates a cushion to say, I'm kind of sad today because, you know, X, Y, Z is going on, but I don't block it off, right? I don't block it off. It is kind of sad that, you know, so-and-so is not well or whatever, because I think the instinct, as you know, with most people is to say, if I avoid it, it's going to go away. And I often say, it's like that teapot with the steam, right? That teapot, that top's going to blow. And it's really just about, you know, and the Western philosophy around feelings is that they're real. <laughs> and they, they are real. And um, if you kind of learn to just feel, and this philosophy of being happy all the time really is not reality. We can be satisfied and enjoy certain things 
we can, you know, sometimes, you know, the, and most of the listeners probably at any given point, 25 to 35 or more, 40% of people are having things go on in their lives. So we're not suggesting it's a Pollyanna kind of perspective, but just don't, don't shut down from feelings, allow, allow things to flow through you and build yourself up with the positive things because that helps inoculate you when you really, really need it when things aren't so good. Right, and, and definitely. So we wanna fill our gratitude bucket per se. We wanna fill the experience of being positive. So like you said, when something really happens, we have that to fall back on and have an understanding of, yes, this might be a very difficult, tragic, traumatic time, but I also know how it feels to be here, to have the gratitude, to be positive. So I'm going to try to bring that back and not let the negative or the difficult situation just totally overshadow our life. Absolutely. And I think the more that you practice it, um, it's like anything else. It's like any other muscle. If you practice, practice that gratitude muscle, um, it grows. And um, the more that you, you get into that mindset, after a while, you'll, you know, the things that you notice, right? The little, little things, um, which really to me are the abundance that is all around us, you know, um, then you, you, it allows us to really just enjoy things and be more satisfied with life, with constantly not looking for something that's going to be an epiphany, because really, I truly believe that we really have everything around us. Yes, things can get tough at times, but we can definitely get ourselves out of it. Now, Denise, this has been Fantastic. It's actually kind of, it's actually kind of a neat experience for me because I'm like, you've always interviewed me. So it's kind of like, whoa, this is interesting. Um, I've loved it. Um, and it really gives me a better sense of who you are in the world. And it really shows me that the alignment um, when we met, was it back in November, um, was, was real at that time. And I, I really look forward and, and feel honored to continue to be a part of, um, you know, global voice and um, living uh, daily with gratitude. So I'm just wondering if there is any last words that you'd like to share. Um, and I know I, I would like anybody that wants to work with you um, to reach out to you, to have a chat with you, maybe there. And I want to say to people, and if you have a voice and it doesn't have to be a, a brand per se, but you just have a burning desire to share something with the world that um, I would say, reach out to Denise and talk about it because you may, you may be someone that has something to share with the world, but you think, well, who's going to listen to me? I don't have the credential or whatever. And I'm telling you, we can, I, I learned my biggest teacher in life sometimes is my son and you know, he's 16 years old. So, you know, if you have that voice and it's something that you've always thought about, I would say you can reach out to Denise and please have a chat. Well, thank you very much for saying that, Roxanne. And, you know, I think my last comment to everyone is just to trust yourself and that you do have gifts, skills, and talents that others are looking for. So definitely share your message. Share your thank you. So again, um, what a what a fantastic uh, message uh, out there in the world. Um, like I said, authenticity is something that we come into the world with. Um, if we get sidetracked, it doesn't take too much more or less to um, some simple steps, either daily or, or um, um, 
you know, weekly to get us back on track. Um, I'm so grateful that you've been here today with Authentic Living with Roxanne. If you'd like to learn any more about me, uh, you can reach me at RoxanneBurhodge.com. And I do speaking events and coaching. Take care and uh, we'll talk to you soon.